Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I am Mike Stevens. This is Rachel Dory. Rachel, how you doing? Are you ready for, for a big packed day of hockey? We got 15 games tonight. I am so excited. Honestly, Saturday's the best day of the week. It is. It's the best day of the week. I always say best time of the year right now. All, like, the action is just going, and we are the action show. So why don't we just hop right into it? Um, and let's start with you know the center of the hockey universe, as people like to say. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, they're playing. They are playing on the road uh, for the Tampa Bay against the Tampa Bay Lightning, a first-round playoff rematch. Um, they already lost their second-round playoff rematch uh, two nights before in in Florida. That didn't go very well. It did, did it? not go very well. Um, what are we looking for from this team to potentially bounce back, and how can that impact betters? Rachel, just tee this game up for us. I yeah, I think you you kind of nailed it there, right? First-round really playoff. Yeah. Mike is all <laughs> over it today. First round playoff rematch, except um, Tampa has a new goaltender. They do. Is he as good as Andre Vasilevsky? He is not. No. Mm -hmm. So Eunice Johansson is playing, and he's been fine for Tampa to start. He just hasn't been Andre Vasilevsky, and we wouldn't expect anybody mm -hmm. to be Andre Vasilevsky. So you look at this, Toronto is still favored to win here. I mean, mm -hmm. Tampa has some injuries to key players, but Tampa's also lost a lot of their depth. When you win a Stanley Cup and you're perennially in like the conference final, you're, you're good, right? And so you're going to lose players. You're going to have players who get, make more money elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So Toronto is favored despite playing on the road, despite not playing very well against Chicago and Florida, which yeah. is not a great sign. And arguably against, you know, Montreal and Minnesota as well. Like it's, they just know. haven't really played well to start the year. Yeah, exactly. So Sheldon Keefe is probably needing to get his players butts in gear. Mm -hmm. you look at this, Toronto's favored to win. But there isn't a ton of value okay. on this line, right? So if you're betting on the money line, this is not something where unless you're getting Tampa at plus money or if you're getting Toronto at maybe minus 110, minus 115, maybe that's a spot. But generally speaking, I feel like this is just going to be a game for everyone to kind of sit back and enjoy, right? Toronto's goaltending hasn't been very good. Mm -hmm. Tampa's goaltending has also not been very good. But Austin Matthews, pretty good at scoring. Absolutely. Pretty good at scoring, mm -hmm. right? Nikita Kucherov? Pretty good at scoring. Right? Yeah. So I think this might be kind of like an offensive fun game. And so when we're looking at this, this might be a game where we just kind of look to enjoy it. And maybe in game, you're placing some, some live props. But at the end of the day, if there's not a ton of value, we don't recommend bets because that's a good way to lose money. I mean, yeah, based on where the goaltending is going for both these teams, there might be a bunch of goals. You right. Not I mean, if you're going to bet anything, mm -hmm. the over is probably what you should be betting. Exactly. Um, all right, another matchup here. We got the Vegas Golden Knights, the reigning Stanley Cup champions, taking on a team with the reigning first overall pick, Connor Bedard. Um, it is Connor Bedard's home debut on, I believe it was on Vivid Seats. People are saying, uh, they are saying that people are traveling an average of 300 miles uh, to go see Connor Bedard. We will not be doing. We that. will not be doing that. We're not doing. But that. this is appointment. This is appointment television here. Uh, is finally making his home debut. Rachel, what can we expect from the Vegas Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks? Connor Bedard's home debut. 
Uh, do, mm. do we care about like anything else? No, we don't. So that? next game, let's move on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but when you're looking at this, right, Connor Bernard, home debut, he is somebody who just came off a long road mm. trip, right, for a rookie starting in the East, playing juggernaut teams, playing the premier teams. Then he's got to go into Denver at altitude. He did not even have a shot attempt against Colorado Avalanche. That is how they swallowed him up. Now, Vegas... Not the same. They're mm. not, first of all, he's not playing at altitude. We're not talking about a long road trip, mm. right? So when we're looking at this, Connor Bedard, home debut, special players do special things. You think about it. On the biggest stages, yeah. Exactly. Austin Matthews' first NHL game, huge debut. Austin Matthews' home debut, huge debut. Connor Bedard, first NHL game, he was probably the best player on Absolutely. the Absolutely. Right? Connor Bedard, home debut. Would you be surprised if Connor Bedard scored tonight? Absolutely not. Uh, are you saying that Connor Bedard's going to be hitting us with a four? I, well... Might be a little hasty on that. I don't know if he has the teammate quality to be hitting anybody with four mm -hmm. goals this year, but at a very minimum, this is going to be a fantastic game to watch. Obviously, Vegas is favorite. They are very clearly the better team here, so despite being on the road, Chicago coming off a long road trip, Vegas is favored here. I think if you can get Vegas at less than minus 200, you're probably in a good spot here, but you look at this, right? They have one of the best defensive players in Mark Stone. They've got excellent deep pairings, be it Alex Petrangelo, Shea Theodore, Braden McNam, all those guys, mm -hmm. right? And so you look at this, Connor Bedard is playing probably like the most robust team he's yes. played against in terms of size, right? And I would just say like probably deepest, right? Like just from top to bottom, all three of Vegas' like defense pairings can log 20 minutes a night, you know, all their four, their forward lines are tough to play against. This is, this is a tough matchup. I think he might be getting a little bit of a reprieve goaltending-wise. Mm -hmm. Tristan Jari played pretty well in, in, the, uh, in the opener. Then you're playing Boston. That's a reigning Vesna winner. Yep. Toronto, like, they didn't... Joseph Wool wasn't fantastic, but he also wasn't terrible. No, he and wasn't. so you, you're looking at this, and, I mean, Montreal... Like, Jake Allen's pretty good. So is Sam Montembeau. Aiden Hill... You don't really know what you're getting there. Is he going to be the Aiden Hill of the playoff run, or is he going to be the Aiden Hill that has kind of been in the regular season? And so you're looking at this. This might be an opportunity here. One, a really good game, but two, maybe we are getting a Connor Bedard show tonight. And, I mean, sign me up. I'm in. Connor Bedard show, Saturday night. There is nothing better to watch than that. Um, speaking of which, nothing better to watch is a potential Stanley Cup final matchup. Uh, in the Colorado Avalanche and the Carolina Hurricanes. Two absolute juggernauts of teams. Two that I saw a lot of people favoring to win the Cup. Uh, this could be an early preview of what we can expect in June. Um, and uh, this is a very tightly, tightly contested and I would say pretty close matchup. Don't you think? Pretty even? Game of the night? What do you think? I mean, other than Connor Bedard, like I'd say, I'd say these two deep, fast, tough teams, you know, I, I, this would be the one that I'm, I'm sitting down to watch. I yeah. I think, I think you're right on that one, right? Mm -hmm. You look at this and the model has Colorado favorite here and it's because they're the home team mm -hmm. and Carolina is coming off of a long road trip, right? They played in Seattle. They had the West Coast swing where they were not particularly good. So you're looking at this. This is a really big test and this mm -hmm. is the type of test where Rob Brindamore, the coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, is going to go to his team and say, what have you got for me? Yes. What do you have? It's a measuring stick game, it's like to call it. Yeah. Measuring mm -hmm. stick game. And so when you're looking at this, Brent Burns, I got a fun fact for you. Hit me. I love fun facts. In 25 career games against the Colorado Avalanche, Brent Burns has over two and a half shots. He's got three or more shots in 22 of them. That's phenomenal. Right? So you're looking at this. Carolina is a volume shooting team. So we're going to be expecting a ton of shots. Mm -hmm. Nathan McKinnon is a volume shooting human. Yep. Miko Rantanen, volume shooting human. So you're looking at this, probably a lot of shots. So maybe we're looking at 
an excellent goalie game, or maybe we want to batten down the hatchets. Teams need to play better defensively. So what is Colorado going to do to respond? Is Carolina going to come out and be that really strong team that we kind of expect them to be? Like, what are, what are you thinking here? I think it's going to be a defensive battle. I mean, both of these teams, like they do, obviously, uh, Colorado has the Miko, the Miko Rantmans and the Nathan McKinnons and all that. Um, but Carolina has an incredibly deep uh, defense score. I mean, they have Dmitry Orlov on their third pair. Like, that's how deep they are. It's very, Chicago very doesn't have a defenseman on their team yes. that is as good as Dmitry Orlov. Exactly. And Carolina has them on their third pair. Pretty remarkable. So I think, I think this is going to be somewhat of a, of a defensive battle. I think it'll be a 3-2, you know, 2-1 type of game. But it'll be physical. It will be heavy. There will be puck possession and movement. I'm looking forward to it. I think this is exactly why the model has it going under the number, right? Mm -hmm. 5.8, one of the lowest totals of the night kind of expected here. And that's because Colorado, excellent defensively. Carolina, excellent defensively. So you're looking at a situation here where we might have that defensive sort of juggernaut game where they're mm -hmm. feeling each other out. But at the end of the day, you're getting a ton of shots. There's a lot of star players in this game. I think this could be the game of the night here in terms of entertainment value. You got Vegas and Chicago. That's sort of a, that's a mismatch if we're yes. calling it what it is. But Bedard's in there. So you want to watch Connor Bedard. This one, sign me up for Colorado Carolina in June. I would love to see them in a cup final. I think it'd be so entertaining because it's a battle of two really different styles. Absolutely. Um, all right. Next, our next game is an all-Canadian matchup. we got the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets. Um, Edmonton, you know, they had a rocky start to the season. They did just come off a, a tough loss to Philadelphia, so they're trying to right their way, right their path. And uh, Winnipeg, on the other hand, they're an up-and-coming team. They're trying to make it work, considering they just re-signed a lot of their aging core. Um, so they are definitely not in the rebuild. They're trying to win now. Which team do you think will be winning now, as in tonight, Rachel? I look at this and I go, if you're the Edmonton Oilers, you have to get back on track. There is, is, is this a measuring stick game for them as well? I don't even know if it's a measuring stick game. As much as it says, show me what you got. Mm -hmm. You just got run out of your own building by a team that should be in the draft lottery, yes. that will be in the draft lottery. And they don't have anybody on Philly that's as good as McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, even Evander Kane. Yeah, There's Zach Hyman, you could go down the list. He, they no. would be the best players on, on mm -hmm. that team. And so you look at this and you say, oh, what have you got for me? And Leon Dreisaitl, while he has four goals this year, the model actually says he should have six based on the chances he's creating. So is he due? But they're running into Connor Hellebuck. And Connor Hellebuck is one of the best goalies in the league. If yes. he has a good night, oh boy. Then you've got the Edmonton goaltending, which is the opposite of Connor Hellebuck. And they're really struggling off the hop, be it Stuart Skinner or Jack Campbell. It's been a really big problem. Mm -hmm. At what point on a Saturday night in Edmonton are Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl just going to say... This is our game. Yeah. We're doing it because Mark play. Shifley can't, does not shut down anybody. No. He's not a shutdown guy, right? You look at their centers now. You've got Cole Perfetti. He's young. He's trying to sort of figure his way out. You've got Adam Lowry. That's really who they're depending on. But if Edmonton splits up Dreisaitl and McDavid, which they should in this particular matchup, mm -hmm. Are either of Mark Shifley or Cole Perfetti capable of shutting one of McDavid or Dreisaitl down? No. Okay, so that's, I mean, yeah. In my expert opinion, no. No. I think this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be entertaining, but I think this is an opportunity where even if McDavid or Dreisaitl don't put the puck in the net, they're going to have, and they're going to have to have, a massive impact on the game. Very, very cool. All right, let's move on to a couple other games here. We got 
You know, the te- the, I would say these two teams, they love to trade with each other, really. They, they, they just love it. It's the Florida Panthers and the Vancouver Canucks in Florida. Um, this is a very tight game in terms of the model, Rachel. Uh, what can we expect? So, do you remember where Oliver ekman Larson played last year? He played in uh, Vancouver. This is a revenge game, man. This is, this reve- is quite the revenge game. What if I told you Oliver ekman Larson was a thriving on Florida's top pair so far this year? I would say I believe you because he is. What, but if I told you that in like September, would I, you I would me? say you're crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Oliver ekman Larson, it's amazing. We talk about change of scenery. Talk about a change of scenery here. This guy goes, he gets bought out by Vancouver, still being paid by it's the them. Biggest buyout in franchise history. One of the biggest buyouts in NHL history. Mm-hmm. It was not good. He comes to Florida, totally new. You can kind of be a little bit more anonymous. People on Twitter aren't. And no stakes. No. Like, there's no almost pressure. no pressure, right? He's making almost league men. You look at this, he's playing really well. And so you've got Vancouver, who. They got shut out in Philadelphia. Then they play in Tampa Bay. Now they're in Florida. It's an Oliver ekman Larson revenge game. You know the Panthers are going to want to win this for Oliver ekman Larson, mm-hmm. And they're favored, but marginally. And part of the reason they're only favored marginally is because Florida is horribly injured. Yes. They are banged up. Right? You've got Ekblad. He's He's gone. Montour. Montour. He's, he's gone. Right? You've got Matthew Kachuk, but he's coming off a broken sternum. It's pretty major. <laughs> yep. That thing protects your lungs. That's you need your sternum. Relatively mm-hmm. important. But Florida is playing pretty good hockey. Mm-hmm. And Rick Tockett just issued one of the challenges of the early season so far. He called his team soft. And if you call your team soft, uh, that's not really good. That is a swear word in hockey circles. That, that is, that is a, a word you never want your coach to call you. So that, that's a challenge right there. That's, that's a, a challenge. Of, a I shot think, across the bow. I think this is going to be a tight game. If you can get either team at plus money, that's probably a spot you should look to have. With the caveat being, if Thatcher Demko is not playing, you do not take a bet on the Canucks, ever. Mm -hmm. You don't do it. The only thing you're betting at that point is the over. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Absolutely. All right, probably the more, the more lopsided of the matchups tonight is the Minnesota Wild at home taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets, who did just lose Liam Foody to waivers right before uh, the recording of this show. Um, like you said, the, the model, uh, I think they're, they might be slightly favoring uh, uh, Minnesota, uh, you know, if you can read between the lines here, as in they are heavily favoring Minnesota. Does Columbus have any chance? What can we expect from this game? So how have teams traditionally done on back-to-backs with travel? Not great. It's, right? it's, it's, a, it's a situation set up to fail. You look at Calgary last night. Calgary traveled from Buffalo to Columbus and lost 3-1 in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Now Columbus is traveling from Columbus to Minnesota, which might not seem like it's that far. It's kind of far, mm-hmm. especially when you're considering that you play a game. It's a seven, it was a 7.30 start, yeah. I believe. And so when you're looking at that, you got less time. You're getting in probably 2 o'clock in the morning. That's a huge issue. You gotta fly. Like, flying takes anything out of you no matter how long the flight Your is. equipment's yeah. gotta dry. Like, there's mm. all manner of that stuff. And Minnesota's expected to make the playoffs. Columbus it's is not. 
probably going to be battling for Macklin, Celebrini, Cole mm. Iserman. So you look at this. This is a match made in heaven for guys like Kirill Kaprizov, Matt Zuccarello. There is no Matt Boldy tonight, and that is key. That's big. Yeah. No Jared Spurgeon yet. Also big. But Jonas Brodin, he's playing. Kalen Addison's playing really well. So you're looking at this. They've got the advantage in goal with either Philip Gustafson or Marc-Andre Fleury. It's not really a debate either way. And then they've got the advantage up front. Kirill Kaprizov's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Does Adam Fantilli finally get off the schneid here? He's creating a ton of opportunities. When is he going to score? I, I think I think he will score. I'm not sure if he will be scoring on the second half of a back-to-back -back on the road with travel. Um, so if you're if you're looking for the Adam Fantilli breakout, it might not be tonight, um, but definitely look for it. Him and Bedard, you know, obviously Bedard has already scored, but they are both generating. the The explosion will come. Absolutely. All right, moving on to another very very tightly contested game here in the Buffalo Sabers. Off to a bit of a rocky start. You know, everyone. They, they were the they were the, I guess sort of the sexy pick as a in terms of a team to make the leap um, and so far it's been a bit washy they also have Devin Levi uh, and Zach Benson out with injuries um, at least according to morning skate they did skate but I'm not sure if they're gonna be playing it doesn't look like it um, facing the uh, New York Islanders who lost a heartbreaker last night uh, again they are playing in a back-to-back um, on the road as well uh, against the, they played the New, York, uh, the New Jersey Devils. They're now playing the, obviously, the, the Buffalo Sabres. It's going to be a tight one. Rachel, what can we expect? Yeah, you're looking at this. Devin Levi's not going to play. So you got Eric Comrie in net. You got a back-to-back -back with Travel. Mm -hmm. A 5-4 game. That's the first time a New York Islanders team has gone over the number this year. Hilarious. Buffalo has had some trouble scoring. I think that this is a game, based on the model, they've got it really tight. Buffalo's only favored because they're the home team. Mm -hmm. So when you look at a game like this, this is going to be a tightly contested game. Once again, getting either team at plus money is where the value's going to be. But you've got a Semyon Varlamov versus an Eric Comrie matchup. You've got Tage Thompson, who is playing a lot better, is going to have to step up in the absence of mm -hmm. the revolutionary rookie in Zach Benson. Alex Tuck needs to start playing a little bit better. So does John Jason Paterka. There's a couple of Sabres that really need to start playing better. Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin have kind of had quiet starts to the season. But then so have Matthew Barzell and Bo Horvat. Yes. And so Bo Horvat scored last night. He looked a little bit better last night. Mm -hmm. But you're looking at this. These are, you've got the Islanders, who are a very good defensive team. And you've got the Sabres, who are a young, fast, entertaining team. It's kind of a collision of play styles. So you look at this. This could be fun to watch, and you never really know. On a back-to-back, -back, things are a little bit more loosey-goosey. They did play an overtime last night, too. So exactly. it's like they played – They not not only did they play a back-to-back, -back, the Islanders I'm talking about, they they did play, a, you know, part of an extra period. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is going to be a tightly contested game, but doesn't surprise me if the Islanders, with their defensive ability, are able to kind of come out on top. If you can get the Islanders at plus money, it's probably a, a spot you should look to place a bet. Very cool. All right, Rachel. And then to, wrap, to round off our uh, our little slate here, we got the Boston Bruins taking on the LA Kings. Boston at home, uh, and the model is very favoring to Boston here. It really is, and I actually believe Boston is on the road. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they are. They're doing their California road trip swing. There's just like a I flipped that by accident. Okay. But that's never mind. Hey, then LA is at home. Is Boston at is home on the road. But you look at this, David Pasternak, playing really well. Brad Marchand, mm -hmm. he's got his first goal of the year. And at the end of the day, I think these are two really evenly matched teams, right? We expect Boston to kind of have a little bit of a comeback down to earth. We expect LA to take a step. With their center depth, you've got Anze Kopitar, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, and Philip Deneau. This is a situation where, 
I mean, the model really likes the Bruins because it favors their goaltending mm -hmm. so much. The Bruins, whether it's Olmark or Swayman, it doesn't matter because they're facing off against Talbot. And that is a significant drop down. And so even if they're able to shut down the quality of shots that Boston is able to create at any given moment, especially on the power play against the goaltending of LA is the reason why they're favored so much tonight. Very cool. All right, let's move on to some props before we round things off here. Um, let's start with shot props. We got Kaprizov, Malkin, Bedard, and Burns. Rachel, take us through them. Yeah, so I never like betting the under on shot props unless mm -hmm. it's super, super valuable because you never like betting against a player to not yes. do something. I think that's a very negative outlook on things. That's not something you want to do, right? Kirill Kaprizov is the star of the Minnesota Wild. He's playing the Columbus Blue Jackets at home. He's going to get a favorable matchup against a team that isn't rested. It's a big problem. The model has him projected for 4.6 shots. So when you're looking at his line of three and a half, he should easily clear that line, right? And so that's that's something where I, lo I love that line. Evgeny Malkin has had three or more shots in every single game this year. He has been one of the best players to start the year. He's got seven points, looks absolutely incredible. And not only does the model love him at two and a half, the model loves him if his line goes to three and a half. So either way on that line, you're getting tremendous value with Evgeny Malkin. He's somebody that's really looking, especially against the St. Louis Blues team that lacks depth. You're looking at something there where Evgeny Malkin might be putting up four or five shots tonight. Amazing. And, and then you've got Connor Bedard, home debut. Hard not to expect a lot from this guy. Mm -hmm. Good players, great players, do great things on the big stage. Model has him projected for 4.16, so not as comfortable of a situation there in terms of projection. But Connor Bedard is cap shown. He's capable of doing special, special things. This is a player where you expect him to have a big night. And Brent Burns, like I mentioned earlier, 22 of 25, he's had three or more shots against the Colorado Avalanche with how much volume the Canes put and how much emphasis they put on shooting the puck. I think this is a line where it's more about a trend look to continue. Yes, his line's projected to go over, but this is about a trend. Absolutely, All right? Then we got an assist prop here for Logan Cooley. Logan Cooley, first game at the mullet, first game at home. He's got four points already off to a fantastic mm -hmm. start. He looks great. He's more of a passer, more of a setup yes. man. And no matter what here, you, you know that a college guy coming out of college is going to be really fired up here. Projected for 0.91 assists, that's a lot. And so I like Logan Cooley to get his assist total here. Yeah. And then finally, we got a Dreisaitl goal prop, Rachel. Yeah, so Leon Dreisaitl is... He should have scored six goals. He's only got four. He's hit a couple goal posts. So when you're looking at this, Leon Dreisaitl projected 88% to score a goal tonight. That's a line I really like. Absolutely. All right. Well, there you have it. We have, we've just given you an entire preview of 15 games in the NHL tonight, an almost entirely full slate. Please bet responsibly, it's like we said. But obviously, if you're going to bet, use BetMGM uh, for all your betting needs. Rachel, do you have anything to leave our lovely listeners with before we head out? Enjoy the slate. We've got 15 games. Why wouldn't you just watch and have some fun?